Welcome to The Dental Brief, the world's direct, right-to-the-point podcast produced to get you the information you need to learn and grow your practice. To learn more about our guests and find links to information discussed on our show, visit our website, dentalbrief.com. On to today's episode. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Today, we have with us a very special guest. I have Derek Van Ness. Say hello, Derek. Hello, Patrick, and everybody listening. How are you? Hey, doing great. Glad to have you here. You're with Big Life Financial. Um, website's biglifefinancial.com. Um, kind of, Derek, why don't you give us the background? What do you do and how'd you start working with Dentist? Yeah, so I do I do tax and wealth strategy. Uh, we do it for business owners, or I had done it for business owners for a long time. Started working for a big firm back in 2010, who worked with a lot of dentists, chiropractors, physicians, but a lot of people sort of in the medical world, surgeons, optometrists, groups like that. And uh, over time, what I discovered was their dentists are a group that I can do more for, you know, quite frankly, dentists make a little bit more money. So they have more tax problems. They have more investment questions. They have uh, honestly a a lot more waste in many cases because they can. And so we found that we can just really dial it in for dentists and and do a bunch of things for them. So uh, a couple of years ago, we decided dentistry was the direction we really wanted to focus. I do work with other clients, but but dentistry has definitely been our main focus the last couple of years and really been aligning ourselves in the interest or in the industry just because, I don't know, we're, we're just super well-suited tax-wise, financially, how to grow money, how to manage cash flow, all those things are just amplified because of the number of dollars that run through a dental clinic versus some of these others. Yeah. So, you know, since dentists don't have any problems in any of those areas, we could probably just end the episode <laughs> right now. I'm just kidding. Clearly is an area that a lot of people struggle with, all types of business owners, not just dentists. It's all types of business owners struggle with that. Tell me sure. what are some of the, the problems and challenges that you see that the dentists and practice owners are facing nowadays? Well, I think the biggest one is a lot of dentists are really focused on making more money, right? But they're not so focused on keeping more money. Uh, And what happens is like as a dentist, I mean, a lot of the guys we work with make, you know, 350 plus a year. And at that, at $330,000, you jump into the 32% federal tax bracket, right? Then you put your state on top of that and everything else. And all of a sudden you're paying 37 to 49%, depending on your state and how far you are above that, things get really, really expensive. And most dentists just, they go to their CPA and this is kind of a misnomer, but you know, they go to their CPA and say, well, how do I get more write-offs or whatever? And the truth is your, your CPA can only do so much, right? There comes a point where your, uh, your CPA is not the right person. So essentially a CPA can help you write off a bunch of stuff, but they can't make things up. They can't create tax strategy for you. Uh, that's where being able to understand that there are ways to move money around places you can put money and get tax write-offs. There are like tax advantaged investments. There are leveraged donation strategies where you put a dollar in and you can get a lot more than a dollar of a write-off. So it actually can become profitable to donate into some of these entities and do some of these strategies. Um, the, we've got some life insurance strategies where you get to write off uh, money when you put it into the policy and then uh, it grows tax-free. Technically, it's tax-deferred, but if you use the loan provisions, it's tax-free. Usually, you have to either pay money for, ta- for taxes on the way into a vehicle or on the way out. This is the first place I found something where you get a write-off on the way in 
and you get tax free on the way out. So that's pretty cool. So there's a lot of these strategies, but they're not what CPAs do, right? Sure. Um, so people are sometimes unaware and they, I hear this all the time that their, their CPA basically says, well, just get used to paying more taxes, right? It's just part of the deal and it doesn't have to be that way. So I think that's probably the biggest one. And then just the limitations around some of the other things that are out there. One thing we do for a lot of our dental clients is help them file for research and development credits. It's kind of a hot topic right now, but a ton of dentists still haven't heard about it and it makes a massive difference. Um, a lot of employee retention credits, right? That a lot of people have heard of, but uh, quite a few people still haven't. These can be significant wins uh, where you're bring you're keeping an extra ten, twenty, fifty thousand dollars a year that can help you, you know, go straight to the bottom line, and then well, you can take the home. Go tell ahead. me more about these research and development credits. This is something that I haven't heard about. Okay, so R and D credits are they started back in the eighties. And were created for like the automotive industry to help the American cars compete with a lot of the Toyotas and Hondas that were coming over, right? Sure. Over time, Congress realized that, hey, this really helps if we give these guys uh, basically money back or refund on taxes paid in to do to try new and innovative things. Well, fast forward to where we are now, there's been a couple of changes over the years to make it easier for small businesses to do this. And then in 2015, the, the tax credits became... Uh, a permanent part of the tax code, section mm -hmm. 41. And so what happens is all of a sudden in the last five years, it's become feasible for a dentist to do R&D credits. Before that, it was just way too much paperwork and it was changing every year and CPAs couldn't keep up with it. Sure. Now that it's permanent, there's these groups that specialize and, and we work with a couple of them who specialize in R&D credits. And a couple of them are really good for dentists because dentistry, like everybody who's listening knows, the technology is changing all the time, the composites, the, you know, even through, through uh, COVID, all the protocols of cleaning and sterilization, all the technology, everybody's went from paper to digital and, you know, online intake forms and online scheduling and all the technology that goes into all of that digital renderings with Invisalign and all that. There's just so much technology and people don't realize paying your people to do all that. And the costs of those can be research and development credit eligible dollars. And so what happens is a huge portion of your payroll, a lot of your uh, supplies, uh, equipment that's helping you to analyze and customize for clients, a lot of those dollars are eligible and you can get a refund on them. So it's just that up until 2015, it wasn't permanent. Nobody was doing it. Took a couple of years for people to figure it out. So I would say 2018, word started to get around the campfire. And over the last couple of years, I think we're pushing up on almost $5 million in credits that we've helped people get back. And I would say 80% of those are dentists. So that's, that's fantastic. So um, give us another one. So there's a couple here. Give us another little, a, a little uh, a tidbit that can help someone save a significant amount of money on their taxes. Well, so a uh, couple easy ones. So the, the employee retention credits, it's a COVID thing. Right. A lot more people are doing that than R&D. But if you took a hit or had to shut down at some point in 2020 or 2021, in a few cases, uh, if you kept paying your employees, you can get up to $5,000 per employee back for that quarter. So if you've got 20 employees, you know, and you had a really bad quarter in 2020 and you haven't filed for it, there could be up to $100,000 on the table for you there. Um, and we've had quite a few people who've gotten you know, anywhere from 50 to $150,000 back on those credits, just 
you know, that's basically the government wanting to make, make sure you keep paying your employees when things got tough. So that's kind of a one-time thing, but you can go back and file it. If you didn't file it for 2020, even over the next couple of years, I'm sure we'll find a lot of people who didn't know that they could qualify who could, it's a pretty simple process. Um, so that's, that's another easy one. That's like low hanging fruit right now. Um, other things, I mean, another big one for dentists is if you're paying yourself all salary, if you have an S corp or an LLC that files as an S corp, you can take a salary, but then you can also take a lot of your income as dividends, right? So I, I like to think of it as your salary is what you would make as the dentist, right? but your dividends would be money that you can take as the business owner. So sure. There's a lot of income that happens in a dental practice through hygiene and product sales and a bunch of other things that you don't even have to do anything as a dentist, right? Theoretically, that's all income you make as the business owner. You can take that as dividends. And when you do that, you don't have to pay the self-employment tax. So it can save you seven and a half percent. So, you know, that can be a nice little chunk of change every year to help save for your kid's college fund. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe shave a couple of years off your working years, right? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, well, hopefully. So, so Derek, I know a lot of this, um, you know, the one a couple of things to un- unwrap here a little bit. One, <laughs> I personally know that a lot of people look at hiring someone like you as an expense or even hiring a really good CPA as an expense. And this is actually an area that I, I think if you find the right fit, you find the right people, it's not an expense. Um, you're mm-hmm. going to invest some money and you're going to see a significant return on that money. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, so tell me when someone is looking for an expert to help them, right? And we know, I mean, you know, I, there's a lot of people out there who don't know what they're doing, right? Who sure. talk and talk are great at promoting themselves or great at making themselves a lot of money, but maybe not so great at helping their clients make and keep money. Tell me, how do you vet someone? How do you find an expert to uh, help with all this? Yeah, you know, CPAs in specific are really tough in the sense that they all talk a good game. They all want to be proactive and, and whatever. But I think if you, uh, if you can find some people who are used to dealing with people in your income category, that's the first thing, right? And ask them, hey, you know, my income levels at X, what kinds of things, what kinds of strategies would you want me to consider and see what they say, you know, and if they're just saying, well, we're going to write off equipment, we're going to write off expenses and, you know, we're just going to help keep that as low as we can. That's not super creative. If it's dump all your money in a 401k or a SEP so that you can pay taxes on it later, that's not super creative. But when you start hearing people say, hey, we've got, you know, other kinds of strategies, some of these, like I said, these leverage donation strategies, they've got an investment advisor who can help with tax strategies. They've got entity structuring strategies. Then you start saying, okay, this is someone who's doing more than just being a tax recorder. They're being a tax strategist, Right. And if they can start bringing some solutions like that to the table, then you know that they're definitely above and beyond. And that usually to me is just a quick indicator that they're probably going to give you advice instead of just tell you what you owe. Because here's the thing with taxes, you have to do it proactively. After January 1, you can dump money in a qualified plan, but that's about all you got. And that doesn't stop you from paying taxes. You just pay them later. And and we're a little concerned that taxes are only going up from here. And if you do it right, I want your income to be more in retirement than it is right now, especially if you're in your early years as a dentist. So let's let's figure out strategies to eliminate or offset those taxes as opposed to just deferring them. And I feel like that's a big mistake that a lot of people make because uh, 
they end up with $5 million in a, in a 401k or an IRA. And then when they get to retirement, they're forced to take income. They have no control with uh, RMDs required minimum distributions and they have no control and they end up in the worst tax bracket and they can't control when they take their money and you're taxed severely. If you don't pull the money out, it just creates a lot of problems. Uh, we really like control. And so that's a big thing that we, we really advocate with a lot of our solutions is things that will give you maximum control while still helping you to offset those taxes. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Derek, I want to thank you again very much for coming on the show. I want to um, tell our guest, biglifefinancial.com, check it out. Um, Derek, do you guys do some type of consultation or free consultation or initial visit or something like that? Yeah, so we do, like on the R&D credits, we do a free consultation. None of our services cost up front. I only get paid if you if we create value for you. So if we show you R&D or we show you ERC and you decide to do it, and then there's fees associated with that. But meeting with us, talking with us, no cost if you do, you know, buy products or whatever, then obviously there's some fees associated with that, but you'll know all that right up front. So just go to biglifefinancial.com. There's a button up in the corner that says work with us. Feel free to click that button. Uh, let us know that, that you found us here and uh, we'll be happy to work with you and see how we can help. Awesome. Thank you so much, Derek. We appreciate you coming on here. My pleasure, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. Did you know you can weigh in on today's topic on Facebook? Search The Dental Brief on Facebook or visit our website, dentalbrief.com, and just follow the link. We look forward to having you join us again on another episode of The Dental Brief.